The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free community website at enjin.com. Father's, brother's, nephew's, cousin's former roommate. So what's that make us? It makes us those guys with ships! <laughs> uh. Today is December 18th, 2947. We are those guys with ships, and you are tuned to the first cast, our Star Citizen Gaming Community Podcast. Mark, how are you doing? That's great. Really glad to hear it. All right, enough about you. I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Hi, <laughs> hi, Ben, Mark. Wow. No, no, no. By all means, let's hear about you, Gleep. Let's hear about you. Let's oh, throw you... it up. Let's change it up a bit. Oh, you will. You will. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just, well, I just finished... Prosperous Polis Permapolis Prosperous Rising Yes Wow Zing Boom Pow None spoilers yet Mark Um, But God Just read this book Just do it Hashtag just do it Ah Read books (laughs) Read books Read books So Read books General um, I feel like for the most part We agree on our takes of uh, of the Expanse novels. I mean, we may disagree yes. on certain parts, but I think we both agree in general generality. You know, the the quality of of the different ones. Uh, how mm-hmm. how would you rate it? Get me excited about this. Well, um, I, it's really tough to do a comparison like you know um, you know better than book three, uh, mm-hmm. slightly less uh, good as book uh, six. You know, it, it, that doesn't. It doesn't feel like fair. Mm-hmm. Um, an interesting comment because uh, Avi Physics uh, in our group uh, was also reading it about the same time that I was, and he posted um, in Discord that he had finished it, and he asked if I thought that their writing is improving oh. um, or has improved over the course of the uh, the series. And I thought about that, and I said, you know, I I am inclined to bel- to agree with that. Um, uh, with the one caveat that um, I I just choked down um, a, a mountain of Star Wars uh, pulp uh, to get prepared for Episode Eight. So uh, coming off of that, you know, the phone book is, is Shakespeare, pretty much. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, um, but I, I I think it, it um, they they write extremely well. I like their style. I like the uh, point of view characters um, that point of view character per chapter uh, way that they have of, uh, of uh, uh, cutting the story up or presenting the story and um, so I it's I, I am reluctant to say it's my favorite book in the series but it has all all of all the things that we've discussed in the past like oh my god you know 
the way they did this. I, I didn't feel like any of that was lacking in this book. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, I like what I'm hearing so far. So I'm gonna try to uh, I'm gonna try to get it done. Oof. I'm gonna try before the new year. We'll see if it happens or not. Well, I'm, I don't know if you if you care to share the story of, of your uh, unfortunate tragedy around this book. Um, what was that? <laughs> it was just it was it was so traumatic. You've blocked it out completely, haven't you? Man, apparently, what happened? Why well, don't I even remember? Gleep, it's terrible. Bought it for you as a present. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh. Yeah. So that's a real problem. Let me tell you. <laughs> She doesn't listen to this, right? right yeah, I know now. it's safe. Yeah, I know. Well, see, and that's part of the problem. Uh, but anyway, because I would just read it if it was. I'd be like, oh, that's a really great book. Why is it all dog-eared and bent and stuff? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Because we have dogs. Yeah, obviously we have dogs. Dog ears, duh. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, she uh, she left it over at her parents' house. Oh, she did. Yeah. Clever gal. Yeah. Clever gal. She had it delivered there. Because I was going to go buy the book, and then she said, Oh, you know, you, you can't do that. Wait, what? Why not? Well, yeah. Now, did I, did I share with you the page one spoiler? Yes. Yes, you did. I did. Okay, yeah. so you're, you're aware of that. Yeah. Um, and that all worked out fine. So Okay, um, good. Um, yeah, but it's... Um, <laughs> did we mention this is the Expanse novels we're talking about? Did we, t- did we say that? Hopefully. Well, if not, we've just, we've just seriously confused a lot of people. Yeah, I, I think so. It's Persepolis Rising. Yes. I, I can words occasionally. Um, and it is book seven in the Expanse series. We have two more to go. And um, uh, unlike unlike um, another franchise, which we will briefly uh, touch on here in a moment, um, I think that they have done an excellent job at the end of book seven here in leaving, um, uh, in balancing between... Uh, uh, work left to be done and opportunity for more shoes to drop and I think I think I think you understand what I mean by that hmm. in the way that they write where occasionally something will just happen and the entire narrative takes a takes a, a sharp turn a sharp you know, a sharp threeve yes because of um, you know uh, uh, exogenous effects which yes. uh, pretty much realign synergies and uh, exactly. scope um, uh, short-term objectives. Yes. It's like when you go That's most that. most lefty top of center. You know, <laughs> it's very easy to get so, confused when that happens. So I'm very excited for cool. the uh, the next two books. I'm actually, I'm kind of sad that there's only two more left. I, for, I was, uh, um, I had to look it up again today, but I had was somehow um, uh, existing in a bubble of delusion that this was going to go ten books. Well, you know what? That's that's the best way to be with books. You know, because you hate it when an author just milks it. You know, you know, they got a contract where it was a dozen mm-hmm. books, and really it should have been ending at ten or three or five or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and they're kind of stuck with the publisher doing, you know, completing them all. And it's kind of like, you know, this it's beating a dead horse at the end. So that's good. <coughs> Stranger Things. <laughs> that's good. Stranger that's things. good. That's good. Well, I don't know. I like Stranger. I like second season of Stranger Things. Yeah. See what that third season looks like. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Is there going to be a third? Did they? Did they say yes? Oh yeah. Yeah. Of course. That's what am I thinking? Netflix it's like making. That's a cash cow. Oh well, Netflix was already, was already freaking out that they uh, that the uh, 
the fellers what done it were saying, yeah, I think we got four or five seasons. And they go, what, four or five? What are you talking about? We're going to ride this pony into the next century. <laughs> Season 15. The kids. Yeah, my, well, they, you know, they were sort of, at that point, uh, feeling the trauma of the loss of uh, Kevin What's-His-Name. So, um, you know. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah when, so when Samuel Ganji died, that was the worst. <laughs> I, man. Oh. Oh yeah. Well, well, I think we, I think we've already violated, or we've already um, broken down the spoiler wall. I mean, yeah. I, let's not talk about that anymore. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, we won't go into that one. But seriously, all I can think whenever I see that movie is because he was in. Um, oh man, crap! Lost, wasn't he? No, the other one was in Lost. No, what was? Oh man, now this is the worst. What's the uh, Lord uh, of the Rings? No, no. When he was a kid. When he was. Oh, oh, Goonies. Goonies. Thank you. Thank you. All yeah. I, yeah. All I can think about yeah. is tell them about it. it's, it's our time here. It's their well, it's time up there. So, so funny you mentioned that because a woman that I work with, uh, she and I are kind of Stranger Things and Game of Thrones uh, buddies. You know, we uh, Monday mornings is always like, oh my God, did you see? Did you see? And um, she said, uh, she kept talking about, because um, I've never seen the Samwise. Not Samwell. Samwise yeah. Ganji. There we go. Sorry. I go have on. I have the buzz phrases and I have, you know, the... Um, um, the references, but mm-hmm. I've never actually seen the, the stuff. Uh, and she was now going on about how cool he was, how much I loved his character in uh, Stranger Things. And she's going, "Yeah, I've loved him ever since you know, way back, years and years and years ago." And I'm going, "He was Sam Samwise Gamgee in Lord of the Rings." And she said, "No, don't you know? Remember him? I don't even remember what, know what his character's name was in Goonies." Do you know oh, him? I don't remember either. I remember Chunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Uh, what was it? What was the? What was the? What was the one? Slar, Lars, Sloth? No. That whatever isn't, it was. Isn't that the? Isn't that the? Isn't that where the uh, line uh, "You're killing me, Smalls"? Isn't that where that comes from? Who is it? Is it? I, I use that all the time, and I, and I just assume that it's uh, maybe it's Goonies. Let's just let's just make it Goonies. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> There's no one here to tell me we can't. And we're on the internet, so it's got to be true. Absolutely. <sighs> now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. It's these little spiritual moments, Mark, you know, mm-hmm. sort of interspersed throughout. I feel really. feel the spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the force. Or the Schwartz. What? For the Schwartz, yes. What are we going to do tonight? Well, let me tell you. We are going to do a brief Last Jedi spoiler-free review because it has been out now, what, five days. I saw it on Thursday night and it's Monday night now, so five days, four days, I can't do day math. Um, then we're going to uh, discuss uh, some Star Citizen happenings. Uh, there is a, a thing that happened and we mm-hmm. want to uh, acknowledge that and, uh, and make mention of it. Um, and then the games that guys play. Uh, the gameplay that immerses us and the games what got it better than the ones that don't. Talking about you and me and the games, guys. Oh, guys, I, I tried really, really hard. I tried really, really hard to, to separate in my brain the melody from the games people play and the things we do for love. And I just failed epically. It didn't make it, Epic, but epically? it was an Epic. interesting conglomeration. Epochically. Epochically? <laughs> Epochically. Wow. 
Only happens oh. once in many millennia. Fosspox aside, how does that sound, Mark? Ooh, wow, okay. okay. I like to get Foxpox. You're full of them. I feel like that's what, that, that, like, generally, that's your modus operandi. I got small Foxpox. I got large Foxpox. <laughs> large Foxpox. Mm -hmm. They're all over me, boy. Um, so, yeah. Um, Last Jedi. Um, spoiler free. So, uh, fear not. Uh, uh, Jimmy and I will be back... Um, in a show that I hope to release uh, Christmas Eve, uh, in which we will spoil all the midichlorians out of Episode Eight. So, um, if you're looking for that kind of content, uh, come back then, and uh, we will be happy to provide you second, perhaps even third helpings of it. Oh wow, that's um, a lot of helpings of, of Jedi. Is that going to be like the entire show? I mean, is that pretty much what you guys? I, you know doing? how these things go, Mark. I, I do. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. But, you know, just kind of big picture, want to acknowledge that it has happened. Um, um, uh, many of us um, uh, have seen it. Uh, you know, uh, many of us are still waiting to see it because of, of, of life and stuff. <laughs> um, but um, for some of us, the, uh, the Star Wars franchise is a happening of uh, serious cultural significance. And it matters to us. And that's okay. Um, and we are all the time looking forward to the next one and spend a god-awful amount of time and effort interpreting the content is already out. So, Mark, yes or no, are you still playing with your Melissa and Doug Joey magnetic dress-up set at work while you're supposed to be doing other things? No, wait, wait, I'm sorry. Wrong list of questions. <clears throat> Mar Mark, is, is Star Wars any kind of a big thing for you? First off, I would like to acknowledge uh, your first statement, and that look, I have never seen this particular toy. It looks like <laughs> something straight out of the 60s, because it is straight out of the 60s. Um, I was both flabbergasted that you, that, it, that the internet even has it, it even exists on the internet, and um, also um, that apparently Joey only, or no, Doug, no, Joey, this is really confusing, whichever one it was, <laughs> it's, it's the only one, because it's, that's clearly not a Melissa, I'm pretty sure in the 60s that would definitely not be a Melissa, <laughs> um, Melissa definitely didn't do a fighter, wasn't a knight or a firefighter or a superhero. In the 60s. Not so many so, fluids then. Not so... <laughs> the fluids were different then. <laughs> oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> All right then. But, yes. uh... Oh, no, I see. It's Melissa and Doug is the name of the toy company. Yeah. And Joey is the thing. Yeah. Weird. Okay, well, you know, um, very, very interesting. I, I, I've learned something today. Also, for three to six-year-olds. Six so... <laughs> Honestly, right up. Don't put them in probably, your mouth. That's proper, probably about my age group. Okay. Well, anyway. Okay. On to the second part of your question. Um, ooh, tough to answer. Yes and no. Mm -hmm. um, I acknowledge that they have, are of cultural significance. Um, mm -hmm. Especially, I, um, would I call it, uh, is it something I get super excited about and then spend a ton of time analyzing? Not really, which is mm -hmm. kind of weird. Um, no, it's not. It's not weird at all. It's not weird at all. And, well, I, and I'm coming to realize that more and more. I think in the context I'm of coming how, to accept you, Mark. Yeah, I would say it's weird in the context of how big a nerd I am, because see, I also don't mm -hmm. get super excited about Star Trek. So it's not like I'm I'm a Trekkie, because I really like Star Trek and I really like mm -hmm. Star Wars, but I'm not the super fanboy of either, which I think is kind of a nice place to be because I can enjoy all that much more content, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of nice. So yeah. yeah. On the other hand, I am going to see it with a with a super Star Trek fanboy, um, one of the guys I've been playing games with for like fifteen years. He lives about an hour. Star and a half Trek or Star Wars? Star Wars. Sorry, Star Wars. 
Star Wars okay. fanboy. That would be an interesting one to go see a movie with, wouldn't it? A Star Trek fanboy going to see a Star Wars movie? It's <laughs> like walks in there like a Spock outfit, just hating on the movie constantly, like like just like crinkling like tin foil or something like that for the entire movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, anyway, so going to see go. Well, I'm going up to see it with him. He got some uh, tickets, so uh, we're going to go see it this weekend. So I will be doing well, uh, it. You know, it'll be interesting to hear his take or for you to get his take on, on it is because um, uh, the. The Uber fans, uh, the the opinions, the thing that is really interesting to me is that the opinions are changing. Um, as in, like, the, wait, like changing as in, like, after they've seen the movie, they've changed their opinion on it, like yes. multiple times. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, uh, so, and I, you know, I don't want to. Um, I, I really want to steer clear of, of spoilers, okay. but um, I, I just. I highly encourage anyone that is even remotely interested in in Star Wars, in the Star Wars franchise or action adventure sci-fi entertainment uh, in general to go see this movie. Um, you know, I believe that we will be talking about it for many years to come. And um, I personally, I don't think it's the best Star Wars movie, but I do believe it has already had a tremendous impact upon the franchise. And remember, we've got we got one more movie, one more movie to yeah, go. And, interesting. And, and then that arc is done. Um, so, uh, Mark, I have revised my hashtag Force Lotto numbering. Uh, would you like to hear it? Of course you do! Oh, let's do it. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Okay. So here we go. Uh, 3.75, 4, 5, 7, 8, 3, 6, 1, 2. Hmm. Bingo, anyone? No, no bingos. Um... So, um, do, are you a, enough of a fan that you have a preference across the series? Interesting. I mean, like, you know, can, can, can you rank? I think uh, you know. I, I was looking at three point seven five, and honestly, um, I would I would have to agree. I mean, when you know, uh, when Anakin goes goes nutso, goes full on, full on crazy, that is that that's pretty good movie right there. After that now, happens. are you talking about are you talking about uh, Rogue One? Because that's three point seven five is, is is my clever way of saying Rogue One. Oh, Rogue One. Oh no, I'm talking about the end of three. The end of three is pretty good when he gets just mm-hmm. stupid. When he you know he gets yes. super evil and starts killing everybody around him. That's kind of a lot of fun. That's a really good movie there because you're kind of wondering how are they going to show the complete genocide of all the Jedi's and mm-hmm. like you know everyone turning on everybody. That was mm-hmm. a pretty good movie there. So okay, okay. So you're talking about Rogue One. Yes, uh, Rogue my, One. My my favorite Star Wars movie. Absolutely favorite Star Wars movie. I would also put in there right after Rogue One. I would put in there the entirety of the um, was it the uh, Clone Wars uh, cartoon because okay. that was okay. an amazing cartoon. Fantastic. I, I have not. It. I've not finished that yet. Um, Love so. it. Loved it. Okay. I, I did, uh, on Ace's recommendation, I did watch, I have caught all the way up on the um, Star Wars Rebels. And okay. um, I was a little bit turned off at first in the kind of Disney-ish, kind of the uh, kind of kidsy um, art style. And then I, I kind of warmed up to it after after I got past that. I kind of warmed up to the thing. And it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. A little formulaic, um, but pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, definitely wouldn't be in my top, like, two, though. Four, five, seven. Um... See, I'm one of those ones that thought seven felt a little. Um, what's what I'm looking for? Contrived, I guess. Maybe not contrived. A little bit more like uh, we've already seen this movie. 
mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it was in the, one of the first three type of things. And I get what they were going for. So I kind of wanted to hold out and see how seven applied to the other, the last three. You know what I mean? Like how, how seven set up the last three before I really made a decision on that one. So I'm going to hold off on that one. Well, I'm, I, you know, and I think an interesting, I was talking about somebody with this today, and this is not a spoiler at all, uh, but how in any kind of artistic communication, uh, be it, you know, uh, cinema or uh, photography, literature, painting, um, that repetition is a very strong way to punctuate uh, the point that is trying to be made, the overall point that is trying to be made. So, sure. you know, experiences, um had by different individuals that rhyme uh, have a way of fleshing out a theme uh, more so than uh, <clears throat> perhaps trying to drive it home with with one uh, presentation of, of the idea. So that's part of why I liked Seven so much is because it reminded me of Four. I felt mm-hmm. when I saw Seven, I felt the same way that I felt that when I saw Four. Uh, in the theater uh, when I was a kid, and I, um, I, I and also because it had been so long too since yeah. the last one. Well, so. I think that's interesting because when you talk about that, that is what people typically say. What was the strength is that it was really an homage almost, and I right. think mm-hmm. that is you're, you're absolutely right in that regard. Is if that had a strong. Um, it's interesting because the friend I'm going to see this with really liked Seven, and he said very similar things. He went and saw the first ones when he was um, just a little kid, mm-hmm. um, and exactly going back and seeing that and seeing this one again, it was like reliving that, and he really, really liked it for that. The, the, the mm-hmm. strong points for him were the points that I said, well, gosh, it kind of feels like the same one before. But see, I didn't see mm-hmm. it till I was a little bit older. Um, so it's interesting that that's, that 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 you would communicate that same uh, same feeling. So. Yeah, I think, but I think that's the point. Is either you liked it or you didn't on that on those on those sure, points. And uh, sure, so sure. the question is, is you know, that, I think that's why I liked Rogue One so much because it was a complete departure uh, from 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 the uh, what's what I'm looking at from the um, the prequels. Yeah, well, just yeah, from the prequels or just from the uh, from that general story arc. You know, I mean, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, it was there. There was, I mean, yeah, the reasons they were doing it were, were linked into the story, but I mean, really, that movie was essentially a standalone. Um, well, what 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 um, marketing opportunity came? I mean, because that's one of the criticisms of the entire thing is that people are going, oh, you know, they're just doing stuff for marketing. They just, you know, the uh, 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 the teddy bears, the uh, Ewoks. You know, it's Rogue, what did Rogue One have? I mean, Rogue, the only thing out of Rogue One, you know, maybe like a, a K2SO. I mean, you could, you could, you know, uh, you know, of course, your, your action figures, you know, your right. uh, Jenner or so and your uh, Cassian. But, I mean, there was no, there were no plush toys. There was no, uh, no. no teething rings, no, um, no, no dog chew toys. Oh, my God. Have you, have, have, does your dog have, well, no, you're, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the pet store next to my office has, like, an entire section devoted to Star Wars chew toys. Wow, it's just bizarre. It's bizarre. That's awesome, though. Good, on, good on for so doing bad. it, though. I want one. Yeah, that's impressive. And not to chew on it, um, but to throw it and have my cat look at me like, "What, what are you? Missing? What are you doing?" And can I have that? <laughs> Does it taste like chicken? So, so um, you know, as as I said, um, there is also, there's so much to talk about this, Mark, and let's uh, let's cut it off here before we sure. uh, we sure. get, we get down this wormhole too far. 
Um, but we will spoil all the midichlorians out of episode 8 on another show. Um, and the current plan is to do that with Jimmy later on this evening, which will come out on Christmas Eve if everything goes right in, uh, in my bubble. Uh, but for now, I think you and I, um, <clears throat> we should move on to the star citizen stuff. Yes, let's talk about serious things. <laughs> yes, I was hoping I was hoping to transition into this with a, a little more happy. Well, so I think I think uh, I, I think that uh, people can appreciate that this is a serious matter, and then we're going to talk I about know, I know you know as adults uh, and inform without. Uh, Without diving down the, I don't know, whatever, whatever that would be, another rabbit hole. Well, you know, it, too it, much. It's, it's so it, it's so funny because, like, as I mentioned earlier, you know, uh, since that uh, hashtag force lotto numbering uh, scheme has changed like four times since mm-hmm. I've seen the movie, which is indicative of uh, of the phenomena that I was uh, uh, trying to describe earlier, whereas I came out of the theater just exploding, and um, by the next morning, I, you know, I kind of woke up with uh, a bit of a hangover. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, not not I haven't had a drink in almost twenty years, but uh, I came you know with a with a nerd a nerdgasm hangover. A nerd hangover. <laughs> oh god. That's what would so you even terrible. call that? I don't even know. Would that be like would that be like post wedgie type of like nerd hangover? Like I don't even know. Oh, I don't, I, I don't right? Know. Like I don't oh, know. things burn that shouldn't. There's a tightness. Whatever whatever it is that nerds put off <laughs> but, when they're happy. But I'm pretty uh, sure people liked me, so I want to know. All the social awkwardness just right? fell away. But I got to the party. And I got invited, Mom. A feather. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But anyway, so it you know so when I wrote this, I'm kind of like, oh, this is going to be great. And we're going to go happy, happy, and then transition to serious bummer. Let's get through this. And um, doesn't have to be bummer. Then, I mean, it's very interesting. So I think, uh, well, let's let's get into it, and we'll just yeah, uh, it, it, no, we'll just let's speak I, for I, itself. I don't, I don't mean to uh, to color the uh, the conversation, but um, and it has been a while since we discussed uh, what this show and uh, those guys with ships org is all about. Um, in fact, it's been almost an entire week. <laughs> so um, if uh, you're curious about that um, and want more information, uh, visit episode 185, um, and all of that's in there. The dulcet uh, tones of my voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but suffice it to say that we are a Star Citizen gaming community, and that is to say that the promise of Star Citizen, and I tried to acronym analyze that, so T-POSC, T-POSC? T-POSC, T- The promise of Star Citizen, T-POSC. Maybe it's a sh sound instead. T-POSH. It's yes. a, it's our rallying point, Mark. It's our origin block. Dare I uh, I default to the Minecraft speaks, um, and as such, uh, significant out of game events related to Star Citizen, CIG and RSI should be acknowledged, um, not necessarily explicated, dissected, unpacked, me searched, nor prognosticated upon, but acknowledged for sure. So, how was that, Mark? I'm waiting for you to say this next next word. Can you say bloviate? <laughs> oh, bloviation. <laughs> I knew that you could. So, anywho, uh, last week, a Crytek uh, filed a complaint in U.S. federal court against CIG and RSI. And broad strokes, the issues contained within the complaint seem to focus upon charges of breach of contract and unauthorized use of intellectual property. Now, for a detailed ex- explanation of the complaint, document itself. 
um, check out Lawful Masses with Leonard French on the YouTubes, and I'll put a link to uh, the specific video in the show notes. He is a gamer and, um, conveniently, a copyright attorney, and he doesn't pretend to know what is going to happen with all of this, which I think is really good, Yeah. Um, but he does explain the various bits of the document in a way that I feel like I have a better understanding of what is possible to happen, and perhaps maybe even what is likely to happen. So, um, the takeaways I, I took, um, if you can do that, yeah, I guess you can, uh, from Mr. French's video are, one, this is a real legal complaint which has actually been filed. It's not just a threat. Uh, two, the law firm representing Crytek appears to be a reputable firm. In other words, they're not known trolls because I guess that's, that's quite the industry, the, uh, the trolling around. Yeah, uh, apparently uh, it is, uh, actually, yeah. No. IP and, and, and et cetera. <clears throat> Third, CIG and RSI have 21 days from the date when they are served the complaint to file their response. Four, it is still possible and maybe even likely that the matter will be settled outside of court as opposed to going to a jury trial, which is demanded within the complaint. And five, though the remedies requested by Crytek are arguably hyperbolic, they are not outrageous and could possibly be granted depending upon how matters proceed from here. So, I, and then I don't think that there's like any point at, or any point at this point, uh, in discussing what the remedy, what those remedies are, just know that they are there, and if um, if ordered by the judge, um, that it wouldn't be helpful in getting Star Citizen Project any closer to completion. So, from that perspective, bad, bad, not happened, gooder. Um, so let's uh, let's try a little perspective here, so we can kind of put this into um, a slightly larger context. So I think in in issues like this it's easy for folks to look at um, something like this and pick out a small part of it and uh, compare it to a small part of something else and then go, here, see, haha, there's nothing here. And it's, apples that's, and apples, but are they yeah. really? Yeah, and I, and I, I think that that's, 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 that's stankin' thankin', and you just don't want to go down that road. Um, so how does this um, incident uh, compare to other Star Citizen controversies? Uh, that we've experienced in the past. So in other words, how does this one fit into what we already know? Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, perhaps it'll be useful to consider what types of controversy there have been in the past relative to Star Citizen. And again, broad strokes, um, uh, I think we can say that there have been controversial articles published by outside media and um, those have generated controversy. Uh, by my recollection, um, articles mostly including anonymous sources, uh, making claims, citing anonymous sources, uh, little if anything ever proven, and there have been at least two articles which I know of that have, were eventually retracted. Yeah, that um, sounds about right. Mm -hmm. uh, then controversies inspired uh, by normal business activities such as promotions, sales, pricing decisions, communication, etc. Um, and to my mind, these are dramas which have caught fire for a minute in the forums and or on Reddit and then have pretty quickly gone away. And I think it's fair to say that most what we think of as controversies fall into this category. Um, and then we have legal proceedings. And I, I, this might be, this Crytek complaint may be the very first one. Uh, Mark, do you remember any other complaints or any, any other um, uh, um. actual legal yeah, where it actually Infinite. where it actually got to the point where they 
really did actually provide the you know whatever it is you provide the documents they were actually served the documents that they you know they were supposed to or whatever um, yeah. as far as I know this is the first one uh, that I can think of I know there was one what about a year ago I think or so or ish wasn't uh, are you thinking of the UK tax loan thing uh, well I know there was that thing but I don't know I honestly I don't know how that works out so I don't I don't I mean I recall it vaguely now I thought there was another one regarding um, uh, so wasn't I want to say it wasn't like a was it one of the Derek Smart ones trying to do like some kind of class action or something like that regarding refunding or them not making a deadline or something such or whatever I can't remember I, yeah I think I kind of categorized those under the yeah. uh, under the category under the heading of threats yeah but I think I was gonna say but that's the only one that I could think of that came close and I don't think I think he threatened legal action but never actually followed through or if it was yeah. it was something that didn't end up actually panning out to the point where it got to the point when it it, it would have been something like this where it was an actual yeah. you know it was actually filed legal complaint that required you know, response and so forth so as far as i know yeah this is the first one that we've heard about yeah. anyway yeah because the only other time i remember because you know legal documents you can you can spot them from across the room <laughs> sure you know and uh, the only the only one that i can remember seeing uh before had to do with the uk tax loan thing yeah um and um and that i think just worked out to um that's uh, just just a thing. That's just a, uh, that's just a part of doing business, and um, folks weren't aware of it, and they uh, got a little bit aware of it, and uh, found a couple people that were willing to uh, say, "Well, what this means is that they're going out of business," and um, apparently that didn't happen. So mm-hmm. um, still there, still there. Yep, still yep. there. Yep. Um, so anyway, is this is this time different? And I, I think we got to say, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I'd say so. For, for no other reason, uh, this time we know that a don't feed the trolls and they will go away defense can't work uh, because RSI and CIG are both legally bound to reply uh, right. to this complaint. And, w- and I'm pretty sure what this is, is as far as when I, when I, try, I did a little bit of research, I, I don't like to get too much into the drama, um, mm. but I, I do believe, but I do like, you know, I do like kind of like trying to sift out the facts a little bit and see kind of what it's about, make sure I can at least talk about it to some extent. As far as I know, this only exists in um, uh, the U.S. courts. This isn't something that they're doing. I, I don't know if all the copyrights for CIG exist, uh, if they're all filed in the U.S. I don't know if – I know I, – I, I, mean, I would imagine most of Europe, Europe then respects those to some extent. I don't really know how copyright law works, to be honest with you, in regards to an international community. So I don't know if everything's filed here. Does that mean that you know even if they develop something in Germany or – the UK or you know Zimbabwe does it make a difference? I don't really know how that works. Well, CIG and RSI are both uh, U.S. corporations registered in Delaware. Hmm. Okay. So that might have something to do with it. But again, we're we're getting we're getting yeah. at this point we're we're getting into uh, you know my my toesies are are sort of bouncing off the top of the bottom. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. Yeah, I'm not really sure. So okay. Well, yeah. I mean, that was only my thing was yeah. I don't really know. As far as legally bound, I, I just didn't know how it worked. But anyway, okay, we'll continue on. Yeah, so. I'm assuming. I, I think you can, you know, in in the absence of other evidence, you can assume that it's an appropriate filing because uh, the firm, we as far as we know, is reputable and probably wouldn't put their um, their credibility on the line to make a, a spurious filing. A spurious like that. Ooh, well done. Yeah, well done. Um, and most most of my research in grad school 
got stamped with the spurious mm. <laughs> stamp. Excellent. It's a big, it's a big green stamp. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a big word you, you hate seeing. There it Mr. is, Mr. Mr. Gleep. I'm afraid you've made another entry into the spurious zone. Darn it. Um. But anyway. Um. Uh. So. Yeah, I, I, and I, like I say, I, I think that waiting until um, uh, more facts come out uh, are is is, yeah. is the best way to um, to keep from um, to keep a, a, a an even keel. Um, and guys with ships, we like our keels to be even. We do. We got so many keels. We like to keep them even as as even as possible. And we're not. And here we don't do keel stealing. <laughs> wow, that was pretty well done. Did you just think of that? I'm kind of. Uh... Okay, that's just creepy. You just you just turned eighties eighty or eighty year old uh, old man with the Walker thing. Kill stealing. Oh lordy. <sighs> oh, I hope everyone appreciates okay. what I put up. What I have to put no. up with every week. Nobody knows the trouble Mark seen. Trouble I seen. <laughs> She's a pig. Uh, so anyway, what? What I'm going to do on the go forward here is I'm going to keep an eye on the case and report back with periodic updates. And those updates will be along the lines of the case has been dismissed um, or the case has moved on to the bloody blah stage. And Mark, let's hope it doesn't get to the bloody blah stage because as it is in Thunderdome, the denizens of the bloody blah are ever prone to destructive logics like bust a deal, face the wheel. Ain't nobody got time for that. Wow. No. Think? Yeah, no one got time for that. I think, uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Should be, uh, if nothing else, it's um, a thing, I guess. It is a thing. It is yes. a thing. But from my understanding and- of it, uh, just as a, as, a, as, a, as a side note, in case, anyone ha- in case this is the first time someone's heard of it, yes. uh, my understanding is it's not necessarily freak out stage time. No, um, no, 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 no. This not is, at all. Not at this all. is part of a very large business. This type of thing mm-hmm. happens regularly with very large businesses. So, you got the monies. People comes try to get it. Um, now there may be it, there may be grounds for this. There may not be. But either way, it does happen, and that's why people have. And I think that that is also uh, an important bit of information is um, is uh, or advice is to not dismiss Crytek's complaint out of hand. No, uh, because, no, definitely not. Because we have not seen the uh, the. Uh, the game license agreements referenced in the complaint. Uh, we don't even, and if we had seen them, that uh, who knows? Yeah, who knows what that actually means? That's why people get degrees in this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Uh, so, and um, so, yeah. I, I think. Uh, I think it's everybody. Everybody, just stay calm. We're gonna be a bunch of little Fonzies here. All right. And what do Fonzies do? Be cool. That's right. Fonzie is cool. Honey bunny. Wow. Please tell, me, please tell me you got that. Man, I'm just trying to... I mean, I'm... No. I'm trying to think. It was, like, a, it was, it was a horrible Samuel L. Jackson. It was a horrible Samuel... Was it really? The Amanda Plummer was pretty good, given... I, like, I um, take my Amanda Plummer. Impromptuness. Pretty good with that one. Did not nail the Sammy J. The okay. Samuel Jackson, I flubbed. Okay. Horribly, I, I would argue okay. it would be rather difficult for you to pull off Samuel L. Jackson. I, I could, but I might get myself in trouble. <laughs> like, I might get in uh, trouble, 
Definitely mm-hmm. not as good. We need to have we need to have uh, John back sometime to do uh, some Christopher Walken. <laughs> just impromptu in the middle of a uh, just in the middle of a recording. Just all of a sudden have him give us an entire news spiel in Christopher Walken or something to that effect would be amazing. Exactly. Someone, yeah, someone, yes, exactly. someone send a whole lot of emails for us to do that. <laughs> oh God. Um, you see, you're not the one that has to try to talk him out of the <laughs> cave. <laughs> uh. Okay, so, um, yeah, anyway, um, oh, you know what, uh, before we leave the Star Citizens, let's also mention real quick, and I don't have it in the notes, I have aired, it was Pulp Fiction, you don't, I'm sorry. Oh, I know Pulp Fiction, that's what, that's the threw me for a loop, I just don't remember that at all. Yeah, it's uh, the the scene in the diner, one of the scenes in the diner with, uh, Samuel Jackson, Amanda Plummer, and, um, um, Roth, what's his first name, um, um, uh, the UK... Oh, man, you can't British ask me names. Irish. It's not. It's yeah. just. It's never gonna work. Ringo, because remember, uh, Samuel Jackson calls him Ringo. Um, I mean, I remember they're, the scene. They're they're, they're they're trying to stick up the restaurant. Yeah. Amanda Plummer and Ringo are trying to uh, some Ringo and Honey Bunny. They're trying to stick up the restaurant, and uh, Marcellus Wallace, or I mean, uh, Samuel Jackson, Jules, and uh, Vincent are there having breakfast after fetching the briefcase. And there, there, there ain't no way that uh, Ringo's walking out of there with that briefcase. And negotiations commence. Kind of like we hope will happen in this other thing. <laughs> kind of like, you know, with the briefcase and the negotiations and uh, oh, dude, guns. Can, can, can you imagine, can you imagine um, uh, pay-per-view on Crytek CIG uh, Pulp Fiction negotiations? If it were like, if, if like you, you're required to negotiate as if you were in Pulp Fiction. Oh, How? dude. How much, how much fun would that be just as a general legal system? Like, you're required oh. to negotiate as this movie. You have three months to prepare. You know, and I then... I want Bender. I want Bender in there with all the automatic weapons he can carry. Right? Or just, just something crazy. Like, you could do that one. You could do... Uh, um, I would like to see one as the characters of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I think that would be fantastic. <laughs> There'd be, like, someone the walking around... Are off. Cork, on, <laughs> cork on the fork. Rubriked. Um, that would be a that would be amazing. Uh, uh, there are some really good, I think, strong character-driven movies that I would really enjoy seeing people have to defend themselves as. I think this is an yeah. excellent idea <laughs> and something that should absolutely not happen. So, someone needs to make a parody TV show about that and just have that happen. That would be that would be fantastic. You'd have to get some really good actors that can pull that off. You know, do it like multiple different ways. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. That would be fantastic. Okay, well. All this genius. All right, this it's genius. just going where, to waste, Gleep. It's just going to go? waste. Where does it go? Um, so, okay, uh, holiday live stream or not a live stream, we don't know what it is. Um, yeah, to me. It's going to be happening on Thursday of this week. It's Monday now, so in three short days. Did you get, uh, did you get I mean, not to interrupt, but to interrupt before you move on. Did you get yes. the feeling that that was definitely not a live stream as well? That's what I'm picking up. Well, yeah, it's a not a live stream. It was definitely a, we're, not, we're giving you, yeah, we're giving not you a. a live stream. Giving you a, a two-hour ATV is what we're giving you. Pre-recorded. Yep. Yeah, that's what I got from that. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah. That's what it sounded like, and I want to make sure that's what that's what you picked up on, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's coming up on Thursday. We'll be watching it. And I, a plan is, and I think it's always dodgy this time of year to try to organize folks to... Uh, uh, to do shows just because of you know uh, holiday commitments and, and family and whatnot, uh, last minute gift giving. Uh, so uh, we're 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 going to try to do a um, a show, a, a rewatching of the show, um, assuming that uh, that we 
we still want to do that after Thursday. So um, that may be coming out as bonus content or may not. I, don't, I just don't know at this point. I will say, you know, at least, uh, uh, did you watch uh, today, did you watch the uh, Citizens of the Stars? No, I've got it up here, right here on uh, my monitor, and um, I have not watched it yet. Well, Jared acknowledges that which was last last year's. Uh, oh, he does? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. he and acknowledges a, the, the name, the event which shall not be named. Yes, he acknowledges it in the in that episode. So, I, that's... You know, I think they're going to avoid that at all costs, which is good. Which is maybe why they're doing the live. I, I got nothing. Anyway, you know what? You know what? Get good. Get good, son. You know, don't, <laughs> right. don't 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 bail out. I think he's on that high of the high production value. Well, well done. Uh, you know, game or not GamesCon, uh, CitizenCon. Yeah. You know, they yeah. really really knocked that one out of the park. So I think he's hoping. You know, now they're kind of like, oh well, now you can't go back. You can only go forward from that. So. Your days, yeah. you know, your your days is dressing up as a whatever it was, um, mm. is, is off the table. Now you gotta, you yeah. gotta, you gotta bring, gotta bring it. Uh, you know, Disco, I'm talking to you. I loved you much harder back during the RTV days, much harder, much harder. So, much harder. So, <clears throat> so anyway, we'll we'll see what happens with that, and um, and maybe we'll talk about it. Uh, so, <clears throat> the games that guys play. Oh, no, no. Oh, you see, it's still happening. 10cc, get out of my head! <laughs> Godly and Cream, quite quite the pair. <clears throat> no logins in Messina, but still. Um, the games... You completely lost your train of thought, didn't guys you? Guys play now, every night and every day now. Talk about you and me. And the games guys play. Whoa, I got it! Got it! Mojo back! Want to talk about some gameplay? Oh, please. <laughs> so, all right. Um, um, you lead. I'm following. Uh, I'm following your hindquarters. <laughs> oh, what does I'm call, I'm following the cow's hindquarters. Is this like a, like a conga line type of thing? What does gameplay? What does it mean to you? How do you distinguish gameplay activities in-game from non-gameplay activities in-game when you are playing a game which features both gameplay and non-gameplay activities within the game that you are playing? Gameplay, gameplay, gameplay. <laughs> Come on, Mark, say it. About 500 more times and it'll do that cool thing where you begin questioning what words are and your place in the cosmos. Which, when you think about it, is kind of like its own kind of gameplay. Gameplay, gameplay, gameplay. All your bases are belong to us. This is how it all starts, Mark. This is the end. Dun, dun, dun. My only friend, the end. Did you notice me having to try to remember the word? Yeah, you pulled it off, kind of, sort of. I'll give, I'll, yeah, I'll give you. Yeah, you're on a roll tonight. Just keep going. You're doing great. I'll either fix it in post or I won't. Exactly. Uh, so, oh, no please, need, Mark. That's the kind of thing you don't cut. You just leave it and let it ride. Yeah. That's right. Keeping it real, yo. Uh, your thoughts, please. Stop me. Stop me before I sing again. Uh, uh, gameplay. That's a tough one. We've we've talked about this a little bit um, in terms of how you know what 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 differentiates gameplay from say game not really game mechanics but maybe the uh, kind of the trappings of the game necessary to play mm -hmm. it. I guess maybe that mm -hmm. makes sense. That's the way to look at it. Um, I think when. Uh, when you're looking at when you're looking at something in development, I think you also there's also an issue of you know 
you can't put the cart before the horse. You know, so you have a whole lot of mechanics or a whole mm-hmm. lot of, of the window dressing, but maybe no, uh, no, no dresses in the window. It's the type of thing, you know. <laughs> That's a good way to look at it. You got a whole it's a lot like frosting around the window. You put some lights up. You got things nice set up looking pretty good. <laughs> kind of forgot to put the dresses in there. Um, it doesn't have to be dresses. Expensive girl. Could be, could be swimsuits. Perhaps dog collars or dog suits. Whoa! Either one could be. Well, a hot topic type of thing. Don't have to get crazy. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I, um, you know. But I think that's a good point. Um, and more of the point in terms of you know, kind of a conversationally thing. Um, the real question is: is with these types of game, with a game like this, uh, what do you value most? I think is the most important thing. There's gameplay. And there's mm-hmm. gameplay. There's gameplay like um, No Man's Sky. Uh, when it first came out, uh, which I have not touched since I bought it, which I deeply regret the buying part, not the not playing it since. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Where there was gameplay, but the game, what you're really looking for, what you're really talking about, I think what we we really talk about is your gameplay loops. That's what, that's where, uh, and to kind of define that, that's when you take an activity, say, buying something or going on a mission, and it's the... It's the from the start to end what you do during that time and get through to it. So it's the you pick up the mission, you go and you have to do something. You have to get a guy, you have to maybe kill a guy or steal something from the guy or just pick something up from something else. Maybe it takes you over to another spot where you got to do something else, and then eventually you come and you bring it back. And then you take that money you got and you save it or you apply it to something else. You upgrade your ship and then you go off and you do another one, and that's a loop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the question is, there's so many things you can do with that. Uh, you know, there's the variations. The problem with No Man's Sky is there wasn't enough variation. There was a whole mm-hmm. lot of whole lot of window dressing, not enough not enough dresses in the window. They were all the same thing. You just got coveralls, which weren't even dresses, which was the problem too. So basically, you just had a bunch of bunch of denim coveralls, and then uh, once people figured that out, they're like, "Oh crap! Now what are we gonna do?" Um, well, if you split the legs down the on, you on could the split in the middle, there, you it could becomes like a dress. Sew them up. No, you could wear it upside down. Um, <laughs> Yeah, maybe wow. not put it on all the way, and they could just be like flippers. Oshkosh um, means something different to me. Yeah, but um, you know, I think that's what it comes down to: is, is what exactly do you mean by you know what's fun for you in that regard? Um, well, now um, have we hereby uh, conclusively proved that gameplay is subjective? Absolutely. Because is, I. I would say to you, sir, oh. relative to uh, okay. uh, No Man's Sky, there are three. There are three players out there who have played that game every day since it has launched for thousands of hours and still enjoy it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was going to play for them. Yeah. Yeah. Gameplay. Yes. Well, I, um, I think what you're really talking about is the quality of the gameplay. Is that or Subjective. per person? Yeah. Subjective, correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, to a, to a certain extent, I think that uh, if you are going to equate quality with uh, a, um, a distribution of uh, satisfied customers relative to certain levels, specific levels of, of gameplay mechanics, then sure, I, th- I think you can make a you hmm. can make that analysis. Okay. And, and you you could okay. you could spend hours, weeks, months, years, and. Uh, Tens of thousands in tuition uh, doing that, and at the end of it, have everyone clap politely and then walk out of the presentation room. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, what um, uh, 
what does it mean to you? So um, describe to me when Mark has a gameplay session where you're in the cow zone. Cow zone. Okay, cow zone, and I know, not cow zone. <laughs> I went there. God, I'm so hungry. Which now I had spaghetti tonight, and so now I want, obviously, I'm already pizza. thinking. No, the pizza. We're done the pizza. Um, delivers. Uh, so no. Uh, yeah. First off, um, and because I cheat, because I'm I'm trying not to just go over the things you you know. Like I said, we have notes and things <laughs> you talk about. Um, but one I nope. strongly agree Cripping on, and I know you can talk about it as well. Strongly agree on is um, is is cooperative gameplay. Now that's just mm-hmm. me. I understand a lot of people like the sometimes team based, sometimes just singular or. Um, kind of a, a player versus player, something that's really um, antagonistic between two mm-hmm. groups of people, be it one person and one person, or you know, groups of people. Um, that's where they enjoy things the most. Um, it tends to be a faster paced thing. I understand that. For me, I like slower paced, more um, methodical um, gameplay, and I like mm-hmm. doing it with people that also enjoy doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to plan things. I like to set stuff up correctly. I like taking my time through it and being systematic about stuff. Um, and that goes anywhere from uh, that goes that goes from being uh, I mean, just trading missions all the way to you, you know firefights in, in in games or you know th- things like that. I'm just I, that's the way I tend to work. Um, some people like just running and gunning and just you know seeing how many people they can kill before they die. Me, I like trying to think of the tactics of it um, in, in in kind of any situation. So I mean, like I said, I like doing that with people. I like finding people that enjoy doing it. Um, mm-hmm. It almost doesn't even matter what it is, to be honest with you. I can have a ah. lot of fun. I can have a lot of fun trading. I could have a, a blast doing nothing but being the bartender on um, some crazy, crazy three-week yacht trip that is Gleep's, you know, eight ninety jump um, extravagant, you know, op- you know, whatever inaugural extravaganza. Um, it's the um, the expensive and dope. Yeah, depending. Is that, <laughs> is that the name? Expensive and dope. Yeah, the, ex- the expensive and dope. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. GM. Okay. No. Yeah, okay. Um, and the nice thing is, just in case you, get, so it's the ED. We're clear about this. Okay. Hey. Just checking. Okay. Hey, look at you. Look at you paying attention. Yep. So anyway, uh, yeah. But something like that, where we have a group of people, we're all set. Like, look, we are going to make the most dope party boat ever. And Mark, we need you on the soda machine. I'm, well, I'm you know, need security. I'm, I'm thinking Black Guard are going to have a, a well. A, Black Guard for certain, obviously. There. <laughs> yeah, obviously. But in the downtime, someone is going to need a Shirley Temple mixed just the right way. Roy Rogers. And, oh, I and, had the best Roy Rogers the other night. And that's where I come in, or like an Arnold, Arnold Palmer, Palmer or something. You know, that's where I yeah, come him in. Too. That's oh, where man. I'm going to nail it. Four. So, so yeah, no. As far as that, I mean, I can go anywhere from that. If it's a group of people that are having a good time and we all are working towards a common goal, um, mm-hmm. you, I mean, you can really, you can really find me jumping in just about any point. Um, farming, I would love to see some kind of farming thing. That might get a little boring for me, maybe. Interesting, interesting. But, so like pl- the planning, or because I'm what I'm what I'm feeling coming off of you, the uh, the vibe I'm feeling coming off of you in waves here. Um, is strategery that you like? You like the strategery and the planning and the execution and uh, and doing that with other folks. Yeah, you, well, you know, it's kind of like uh, who was it? The the guy on the the, the leader of the A team was like. You know, uh, there's nothing like when a plan George comes Papard, together. Yeah, George Papard. Um, I, God, 
It's not Mr. T. It was uh, George Papard. No, yeah, it's the um, guy with the white hair. I can never remember his name. But you know, he's he was the one with the uh, uh, murder the no, cigar. Murder. Yeah, it was one with the cigar. I can't remember what his name was. Anyway, he said something about you know Hannibal. You know, Han- Hannibal oh, it was Mr. T. Hannibal. No, 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 no. Mr. T was not Hannibal. Hannibal was the was the leader. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, he was the guy that said just something to the effect of you know it's great when a plan comes together or whatever. Right, that's right. that's kind of me. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to quite myself with him, but that's my kind of. You know, I love it when we see things, we figure stuff out, we got a good plan, we go in there and we see if it works, um, and yeah, then yeah. crap falls apart, and then we, but but we're all we all trust each other to make stuff happen, and we make it work out. That's the fun mm-hmm. stuff for me. Um, it doesn't sometimes it can involve you know blowing the heads off alien you know space zombie spider people, or it mm-hmm. can just be like mm-hmm. I said, making my ties, kicking, killing it uh, mm-hmm. for the uh, for the party scene. You know? So kind of like a, a reenactment of cocktail. Pretty much cocktail. You're yeah. a Tom Cruise reenactor. I yeah. knew it. God, I knew it. Yep. I mean, you know, I, I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> Take his personal life aside. I love the man as an actor. I will go see every movie he's in. I, yeah, I, I agree. I've, I've never seen anything where I thought he did a bad job. Uh, he, I, the, the movies themselves might have been. You know, yeah. Re- yeah. Sometimes, so, but. whatever. But most time, you know. Eh. It's like Brad Pitt. It's like Brad Pitt. You know, is yeah. like, I, I'm, you know, again, we're back to the subjective. I mean, but I Once like again. both. Yep. Yeah, I like exactly. Um, so yeah, so, so there you go. That's well, me. You know, when I think of gameplay, um, good gameplay, because, and I think we've already established that you can argue the semantics of what that means until the porgs come home. <laughs> That'll make sense in a couple days. Um, I think about time. Um, for me, if time disappears when I'm playing a game, that's good gameplay. Um, and this often happens when playing with friends, as you were saying, and usually playing cooperative, cooperatively and in an environment which is both challenging and periodically uh, conducive to mirth. <laughs> and you click on the, the link here. I don't know if you already have. Oh, I, oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. I... In, and I'll post this in, in the show notes, but we are um, we are in the Mirthmobile, and we are um, we have just moved from the ballad portion of Bohemian Rhapsody into the and that's so much fun for me. That that's what I'm looking forward to is five idiots in my ship doing headbanging motions with a red vine. Uh, licorice dispenser on the top, I hope. That's right. And Cruelers! Cruelers! Stat! Mm. <laughs> I rewatched the opening scene of that movie in preparation for this. It's, it just doesn't get any better than that. It's just it's just perfect. It doesn't get any better. And it's so funny because Mrs. Gleep, um, she was actually... Um, she was studying for the bar, I think, when that movie came. Or no, she was no, she was. I guess she was still in school. But anyway, it was like during finals, and she was she had no brain at all left, and went with a bunch of friends to see that movie. And she said it was like a magical spiritual experience. And so we went out and bought a copy a few years ago and uh, popped it into the machine to uh, to watch it again. And she said, "Who was that person that enjoyed this piece of garbage?" <laughs> like, but it's amazing. Oh. But, but honey, you know you it, was, down, 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 it wasn't down, good. Down. Oh. Don't you hate that when you find one you think you think you'll both really love forever, and then you really love it forever, but then she doesn't, and you're sitting yourself thinking, oh, 
Yeah. yeah. Although, you know, to, to be fair, I have those experiences, too. Where I was like, man, I used to really like this album. <laughs> Why are we listening what, to this? What happened? I guess CDs do degrade over time. <laughs> um, sure. <laughs> Um, so anyway, uh, that scenario leads me to a, a couple of games that are on my radar, and uh, one is a tried and true veteran, uh, and one is a game soon to have its chance at the plate, its chance to take one deep, deep into the cheap seats of my gaming heart, Mark. Yeah, this is the one I'm really interested in. I think you need to mm-hmm. you need to get past this other one so we can talk about this new one. Uh, yeah. Well, so uh, the the first one, of course, it's do it's it's props, as we used to say, mm-hmm. is uh, Grand Theft Auto Online. Uh, we've talked about it lots before. It's vulgar, it's violent, and it is over-the-top funny and fun to play with friends most of the time. And I say most of the time because there are times when it just isn't easy to meet up with your buddies. And the, the reasons for that are various and annoying. Online load times are always long and sometimes prone to timeouts, and the lobby system is not real intuitive. And though Rockstar is aware and has put measures in place to deal with them, Hackers are a real are, are a real good. They are real good, as a matter of fact, at adapting to all the latest measures, and uh, can't seem and they seem intent upon making um, uh, my gaming session, mine in particular, uh, their own private griefer dome. TM. So, <sighs> I just read words that don't make sense to me. That, Anyhow, they all made sense to me, so I don't know. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, and GTA still, we, we still love playing it. There's a group of us that uh, that congregate. We try to congregate most Friday evenings to uh, to get together and play. And um, if we're not trying something else out to see how it fits, uh, that seems to be the game we always do, we always go back to. We default mm-hmm. back to. Um, and Rockstar does a really good job of um, of uh, adding new content of of, of updating. Uh, so it's it's like it's not like revisiting an old. I remember doing this. But it's they they put in new content all the time. Um, and I, I think that they've figured out, and it's not. It doesn't feel like loot like loot boxes, though. You can buy um, what are called shark cards, which uh, give you in-game currency. Um, but it it, it does. Um, it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel cheaty McCheat face. I mean, it, it feels like you know um, that guy has a, a a a different ridiculous vehicle than I have. You know, so um, anyway, um, the second game, uh, and this is due to be released uh, March twentieth of next year. Um, it is Sea of Thieves, and it's published by Rare and Microsoft Studios, and it's a crop cross-platform game for the Windows 10 and Xbox One. Um, it's uh, co-op multi-crew ship adventures um, and uh, a game is set in a, uh, a tropical piratey world. So um, how can that not be jam-packed with mirth? So I, I guess, um, I don't know, can you, can you get good red licorice at sea? I would argue you could try. Mm-hmm. You have to I'll be taking your licorice now. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Tons of good pirate jokes as well, which is excellent. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Um, so um, guys with ships uh, Grit Spitter and Wolf Larson, they were they were smart and paying attention, so they bought in early, and they have alpha access. 
um, talked a little bit with Grit today, and he got in. They had a. They're not. It's not like an open alpha like Star Citizen, where you know uh, they launch it and then you have unlimited access. They they do it like over a weekend or mm-hmm. across a close period of time. And um, he said that there was. Uh, he got in this weekend. They were having some server issues. I know early on, but they um, were able to, I guess, uh, get that um, uh, taken care of enough that. Um, he was able to get in, and, and reports said he, uh, they've added a bunch of new content since the last time he was in, and that it worked, worked well, and that it was. He keeps reporting back that every time he plays, he has so much fun, so much no, gameplay well, fun. Good. Yeah, so uh, that I think that that's exciting news. Uh, now, uh, Turd and I have uh, the uh, the lovely Turd Ferguson. Um, he and I have uh, beta access, which should allow us to get in and try uh, the game sometime next month. Uh, so. Yeah, so um, you know, with Star Citizen beta, um, you know, because I'm a, I'm a beta bench Johnny here. So uh, with Star Citizen beta, likely not until um, after um, sometime year after next. At this point, uh, I'm hoping that uh, Sea of Thieves will bring uh, the gameplay, the fun, and the funny. Um, you know, because Market's got ships. Those guys with ships. God, it's, uh, it's I would argue synergy. Th- those guys with galleons. You know, or or, or, or schooners. Schooners. That works. That, that works because. You start with a dinghy. I don't. I don't really know what you start with. Yeah. A robot. Um, I I'm calling it providential. Okay. So there you have it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think it's. Um, so what what have we learned, class? We've learned uh, that gameplay, good gameplay, is to at least some significant extent uh, subjective. Uh, that um, it seems across our um, our enormous uh, sample population mm-hmm. of two. Uh, that uh, multiplayer, playing with other people, playing with friends, um, enhances the experience. Is a um, the coefficient on multiplayer is positive and significant. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, I, I was going to say. You know, the population size is large enough to make these these uh, results significant. Just just to clarify, <laughs> yes. um, this is good science. Everyone should take this to heart. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Do do what we like when you're making your games. And, and, and everyone will go home alive. Yep. yep. If, you, um, if you have questions, just ask me. I'm happy to tell you how you need to do things. Um, and so, um, and that's why we're here. That's why when we started the organization way back when, um, it was to have a group of, a robust uh, group of uh, friends to play uh, Star Citizen with. And that's uh, uh, the... Uh, the promise of Star Citizen is is our rallying point, and so we we still need those friends. And uh, well, you need friends anyway, because you know people who need people. What our people have eat people? They're the luckiest people. Okay. In the world. Uh huh. You know that you don't know that one. I don't know. I don't. But I, I will say. To that, in Florida. That's okay. Yeah, and, and to be serious, um, I'm. This is. I mean, as far as it goes, the, the community in this is fantastic. I'm so looking forward to, as you were saying, having friends to play with, being able to walk in on day one of actual the game actually starting, and mm-hmm. having, um, just a multitude of people who mm-hmm. know me. Mm-hmm. I may not even know them. I regularly get that on occasion. You get yeah. that where someone's going, "Hey, I'm Matt Cal. I'm like, oh, cool. Who are you? Awesome." You listen to my stuff? Sweet. You like me? Awesome. I want to be your friend now. <laughs> I'm down with that. You know me, and if you like me, chances are I'll probably like you 
to play with you. So kind of a win-win for me because then I don't even have to search people out. Like they come and say, hey, look, I like you. And I'm like, fantastic. Let's go be friends. So this is great. I'm all about this. Yeah, yeah. I, I think go you know, and I'll put a link to the the main website page. But go to the YouTube and search on. It. There's a lot of uh, gameplay examples. A lot of, there's like a dev diary where they yeah, show. yeah. I was watching. I watched a few of the shows. I gotta say, looks interesting. Um, I like the customization is good. Um, I'm concerned by once again the number of gameplay options. Um, but you know, in terms of like the factions, if you have to follow like kind of kind of stuff, I understand there's some stuff you can just kind of go into yourself. But I'm um, interested to see kind of how it plays out and how the combat works as well. Because I have a feeling I would like to run around and swash things a lot. Well, uh, Grit reported that there was a bunch of a bunch more things to do in this last alpha. So cool, that probably cool. isn't represented in the um, in the the video footage. Yet, Excellent. But, uh, okay. Yeah. What I take away from all of those videos is the, how much fun they're having, and they're laughing, and they're joking, yeah. and they're telling stupid ass jokes. And um, and everyone's having a great time and, and making pirate noises. Yeah, well, the thing is, it looks like it's fun enough. It looks like it's enough fun where you can get together with your friends and you can go do stuff. And yes. the stuff is kind of whatever you want to do, and you can kind of just tailor things to that. Or friends have something they're trying to do, you can kind of go help them, and it mm-hmm. doesn't hurt your progression. You can go help them, and it's still a good thing. That's the big thing with games. There's not that was my one thing I had. I loved. Uh, we're getting close to time here. Not to get off, not to get off track too much. That's what the one thing that was the problem with uh, games like uh, what was it, uh, the uh, Star Wars Online, the uh, Old Republic, mm-hmm. is that they they consistently pulled you out of your group to go do things for your stories so that you could progress to go farther. Um, and they did all these things. Whereas if you were if you were playing by yourself, it was fine. But if you were trying to play with friends and do stuff, you were constantly being pulled away from them and forced to go do things by yourself, right. which. Um, and now, given I played it when it first came out, and I have no idea what the progression is like now, how they've done stuff. But uh, you know, that's a—I mean, you—you really got to nail that. If you want, if people want to play with each other, you've got to make it easy. So it's good when I'm hearing Gritspitter and you know Wolf say, "Hey, look, yeah, no, getting people together with people now is easy. You can do it. You can have fun. Yeah, you can go do your stuff, and you can kind of just goof around or whatever. But you can still get things done, you know, with or without your friends." Which is yes. awesome. Yeah. That sounds great. Yes. I'm all about that. So definitely, I'm. I'm. I. This is on my radar. Um, you know, Destiny Two is getting a little long in the tooth right now. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, so we're gonna start. Uh, you know, start looking to. Uh, you know, probably the next. Probably the next few months. Look at. Uh, look at what some other options are. Beast. So this might be. So this should fall. Fall right about that time. We'll yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that it will, uh, it'll be uh, similar to GTA in that, you know, whoever can come out and play, um, you know, you can figure out a, a way to have fun together. Yeah, and that would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Would be awesome. especially if it's easy to group up. That yeah, oh, for that, sure. Yeah, if it's somewhere if you can just you, walk in and hop in and, hey, pick, pick me up at the next port, fantastic. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, yep. all right. Well, I think we have we have solved all the problems. There are none left. So I think that we get out of here before um, someone actually raises their hand and asks us a question. <laughs> yes. In which case, we just so, ignore them. So it works out pretty well. Yeah. Please go to engine.com. They are the quick, easy, and free solution for hosting your community website. That's engine.com. Cryptocurrency, Mark. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. Engine coin. Check it out. <laughs> If you if you if you've got that kind of stomach, you you go do that. You know what? Yourself. And I I did just to support them. Mark went and bought one. So, really? 
Yes. So, not a lot of money. Very easy to do. Just, just, just to be there. Pay no attention to the dogs barking in the other room. They found yeah, the coins. That's smart dog. They're smart. running out with my digital currency. <laughs> yes. My digital currency is in my Basset safe. Yes, in my Basset safe. <laughs> this is, no, this is a giant 90-pound American Bulldog mix safe. Ah, so, well, that seems pretty safe to me. Yes, giant, <laughs> most scaredy cat dog in the entire world, but he looks like he'll tear your face off. So, you know, win-win for me. Yeah, dude, yeah. I'm, I'm getting nowhere near your blockchain. Right, exactly. My blockchain is perfectly safe. Go to INNN, INN, Imperial News Network. Mm-hmm. Dot, Imperial News dot Network, yeah. Go there. Uh, check out Star Citizen The Base Radio at thebase.sc. You can reach us. You can reach the podcast. You can reach the show. And the best way to do that is by email. Comms at versecast.org is that address. Uh, to join our Star Citizen organization, go to tinyurl.com slash join TGWS. We are on YouTube, tinyurl.com slash guystube. We'll get you there. On Twitter, we are at Versecast. Be sure to use that hashtag TGWS before somebody else does. Woo-hoo. On Steam, we are those guys with ships. And do be sure to check out our Star Citizen Gaming Community website. It is Versecast.org. These are not them. You've captured their stunt doubles. My name is Gleep, and my contact information, along with all the links that are print to fit, can be found in the show notes. Go to tinyurl dot com slash tgws notes for that mark my name is mark you can catch me at uh, madcow1001 at gmail.com or mark at versecast.org um and he shot my camera what yeah you heard until next time we are those guys with ships and this is Bill What the hell am I looking at? When does this happen in the movie? Now. Whatever you're looking at now, it's happening now. Well, what happened to then? We just passed it. When? Just now. We'll go back to then. We can't. Why not? We already passed it. Well, when will then be now? Soon, TM. We're doing a podcast!